There are risk takers, innovators, business owners, and they're a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs. Co-founders of Branding Shorts. This is a story about a couple who saved their dog's life against all odds and the business they founded as a result. Today, we're talking with Paul Gallant and Lynn Felici Gallant. They are a couple of entrepreneurs and owners of Paul's Custom Pet Food. So welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Now, you guys have an amazing story and an amazing company. And I guess we just want to talk a little bit about it and how you guys put the company together, why you put it together, you know, what are the dynamics of working together as you, you both had your own careers right before. And now what's the dynamics of working together as a couple, um, you know, to, to, to learn a little bit more. Yeah, so, so tell us a little bit about your company and what you do and how long you've been in business. Our company, Paul's Custom Pet Food, we, we LLC'd in 2014. The origination of our company, or why we do what we do, actually originated in 2010 with our previous dog, Hunter. He was a golden retriever. He was three at the time in 2010, and he was diagnosed with a type of cancer on his jaw. We wound up taking our dog to Angel Animal Hospital in Boston, and the thing that struck me about going there was the uh, the doors are 14 feet high, and it's to allow giraffes to come through <laughs> into the Angel Animal Hospital. So we brought our little dog in there, and it was it was a serious thing. They gave him six months to live. They, they said six months if we didn't do the surgery and then the chemotherapy and everything to follow up afterwards. And so we drove home from Boston. We were living in New Hampshire at the time. We drove home from Boston in tears because it's the quality of life. You know, like it's a three-year-old dog. What do you do? You know, he doesn't know that he has to go in for therapy and all that stuff. So so we knew another vet in New Hampshire and she practiced more of an Eastern medicine that was food-based. And we went and saw her and, and her first question to us was, will you cook for him? And I said, yeah, sure, we'll cook for him. She gave us a recipe. She gave us uh, some Chinese herbs, some Chinese medications. And then she said, it's, it's all about the food. It's these medications, exercise, and then love. And at that point in 2010, I was a smoker and a drinker. And uh, I gave up both and figured, well, and both Lynn and I talked about this and said, if I can spend $20 a day to kill myself on cigarettes and alcohol, I can put $20 a day into my dog and see if this works. I, I think he was almost 13 when he passed away in, in a couple of years ago. So it worked. So it worked for us. We wound up moving down to Connecticut. And one day we just said, hey, let's start this little business. We had careers. Lynn was in the law field, the gardening field. My background is masonry and said, hey, let's start this little business. And then this little business turned into this uh, nice little business where we get to feed dogs and cats. And <laughs> yeah, the customer base is really nice. We can identify, we had a dog we lost, but our dog now <laughs> gets homemade food. We cook for her. 
So had you guys ever thought about a business like this before Hunter? Paul has mentioned that he was in masonry. I was actually also in sort of landscape garden design after my career in the law. And we said at the time, you know, those two fields, masonry and garden design, do overlap, but we swore we would never work together. <laughs> we, just, we just couldn't. We, we said during those days that, you know, even though our fields in, intersected, we would never make right. it if we worked together. Right. We thought <laughs> we, it, it would have been just too much stress on the marriage, on the relationship and everything. I say that, and here we are, nine years into our little company, working together and doing what we do. Did you always say, let's start this business together, or was it, did one of you guys start it and before you were a husband and wife force in it? Lynn was working for a magazine here in Connecticut. I was actually signed up to go to work for the masonry supply yard here in the town we live in, in Connecticut. And the Friday afternoon before I was supposed to report on Monday, our conversation was, Hey, let's start this little business. I'll start this business. You can stay doing the magazine thing and we'll, Lynn will have the insurances and all that and we'll, we'll just, you know, it'll be a nice little business. Six months into our little business, the magazine world cuts everywhere, you know, and, and Lynn's job ended. And it was like, well, there's the abyss. Let's just step off into that. And that's what we did. We, we said, let's make a full-time thing out of this and let's make it work. And we did. And uh, it was a big commitment, but uh, you know, I think we're on the right track for it. The universe almost sent you guys a signal like, all right, this job is done. If you're thinking about it, don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> Here's the way you guys should go. When you guys told other people, like friends or family, that you guys were going to work together, what was the reaction you got? So the first reaction is like, pet food? That's crazy. And you're working together? <laughs> That's, That's even really worse. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody really saw the whole pet food world as, as a viable means for a business and what we do. And we were really specific on what we wanted to do. And then people that knew us, family, were like, you gonna work together? Huh, good luck with that. <laughs> you know? And uh, I mean, we our background is, you know, we, we, we do well working together and and honestly, I mean, Lynn and I have worked on our relationship for since we've been married and before. And it's, it was just a shift, that's all. It yeah. was just a, like a major said, shift, yeah. but a shift. How long have you guys been married? 28 years, years in September, mm. yeah. So, and nine of those years have been working together. Blissfully. Right. Oh, that's awesome. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, has, it, it has been good. No, it, it, really. it, it really has. So what were their first few months like? I would say challenging, but also one thing that has kept us working well together and I think made the business successful is that we have the same vision. Um, and that's actually true in our marriage too and in our approach to life and how we see the world. We have a very similar vision. However, we're very different people. Our personalities are hugely different. And that's been a challenge up until I would say recently where we've really sort of figured out how to navigate that. So what were some of the challenges and how did you guys figure out how to navigate them? We both have very strong opinions. I'm a creative person and have the sort of big vision, you know, the, the big ideas, very strong sense of what I like and don't like. And you are very practical, 
very slow and steady wins the race. And I was really looking to jump into this whole thing, this whole industry faster. I wanted it to, I wanted to jump faster and higher and be the best and get us well known nationally. And Paul was like, let's take this inch by inch. He's an inch by inch. Let's build this foundation really strongly. Right. And and I think it took me forever <laughs> to actually accept that, but it's worked. We divided the operations of a business. And when Lynn says she's very creative, she is. So so naturally, that creative part kind of goes towards the, okay, Lynn, the advertising, the marketing, that whole creativity part of things is, is that side of it. My base, like Lynn says, I'm very uh, detail-oriented. Masonry is all about production. You know, it's one brick at a time, it's mixing to proportions, and it's the same in this world, you know? So it's just a matter of building systems for me in, in, in the production. Once we each have our spots that we know where we, that we're gonna live in in our little business, then we come together and compromise on the things like label design, you know, colors. These are, these are things that we both have opinions on. So once we have the big things out of the way, then, then you realize you're, the things that you are gonna compromise on is much smaller than looking at the whole business and you go, well, I'm not gonna compromise on everything or, you know, okay, here's your structure and here's my structure. We do these things together, we meet, and then that's where the compromises come. I agree with that. And we also meet on finances and um, we, we have a really, I think that's one of our strongest suits actually. So there's the creative, there's the production, um, and then finances and then staffing. We do really well on that too. We, we see eye to eye on all on that. Um, but it took a while. I mean, it really did take a while to kind of uh, realize both of our strengths. It's really interesting to hear about, you know, how you divide and conquer and you leverage strengths and, uh, and then the things you come together on. Do you have an example when you first started out or as you began to grow the business where you guys really had a disagreement and how you, you know, worked that one out, you know, to, and then, you know, obviously maybe that was a model as you went forward. <laughs> yeah, we could go right to the name, Paul's Custom Pet Food. You know, my vision with Paul's Custom Pet Food was that we would create custom food for veterinarians for you as the client of a veterinarian, and your veterinarian says, I want you making this for your dog. And you say, I don't have the time for that. Where did they send you after that? Nowhere. So my vision was, we'll call it Paul's custom pet food so people know that. Well, Lynn didn't want the custom part, right? Right, originally, yeah. Yeah. correct. And it, I thought it limited us. We can't even come up with the name to go on to our LLC document, right? <laughs> and, and what we came down with is, and I'd say this, I mean, you know, we stuck with the name. So the compromise was, all right, we'll stick with that name, but we'll have we'll have some regular flavors, we'll have some treats, and then we'll we'll try to build that custom part. Right. So nine years later, uh, we found that custom was really a key in our whole name. It it's really it's really defined us in a market where now our clientele, veterinarian nutritionists coming to us to do prescription diets for pets, you know? So yeah. we're, we're almost like the compounder in a pharmaceutical world, you know? The doctor says, I want this stuff in this medication. It goes to a compounder, they build it, and they go to the customer. 
So we're that middle. So we are truly that custom recipe builder. The compromise was actually creating um, recipes for healthy adult dogs at the time. You know, over the eight years, we've actually built two businesses, right? right? We have two. We have one that where we sell six varieties of fresh food that's complete and balanced for adult dogs. We have a cat food, we have a treat. That's like the farmer's dog world of right, things. Right, and then we have this other aspect that is actually grown. Um, and so Paul was right <laughs> to keep the name and to have that vision. And the compromise was, well, in the meantime, let's build some revenue. I mean, we can't wait for veterinarians to come to us with recipes. We need a business model. Right. So that's where we that's where we compromised. And right. and it's both worked. And essentially, we have two businesses. We're running <laughs> two businesses under the one name. Well, the pharmacy analogy is so interesting because it is kind of like that. But, you know, we've spoken to uh, veterinary nutritionists and we totally understand that there is that need for like experimentation and specialized dog food for special needs dogs. So that's well, that's great. Yeah, well, I think the challenge is, too, is like we did a lot of research on foods and, and it, you can find 18 different opinions when you go online. So like, how do you know what to listen to? Well, my dog ate this and that happened. My dog and it was good. And my dog, it was bad. So the fact that you guys are out there and you focus on this. On the custom being your right. hook. The other thing about the prescription diets that we do, if you're pet owners with dog insurance, mm. a lot of these insurances will cover a prescription diet from a nutritionist uh -huh. for your pet. That's, that's, a big that's a big boost for us and it's yeah. a big savings for the pet owner. Well, and when, going back to your question or your comment, um, Tony, about uh, 18, 20 different opinions, it's so true, but we also do not make any decisions in our business without con consulting veterinary nutritionists. So we provide a service to people who cannot make the recipe that's been prescribed by a veterinarian. Of your own dog, obviously, that led you to this business, of other dogs that you've helped um, that the owners have come back to you and said, wow, that was really great that you gave this. Yeah, there's, there's a dog we feed. His name is Jaden. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's a great dog. Real similar story to ours. And uh, this couple came to a, a veterinarian clinic here. They gave him a recipe and, and she knew about us through a job she used to have that I fed a dog that she, <laughs> like she worked with somebody who was feeding our food and she knew what we did, so she reached out and got a hold of us and said, can you do this for us? And, and now, I'd say, Jaden, we're probably on year five or six. The cancer's in remission, the dog's doing fine, he's 10 years old, a uh, yellow lab. Great, great dog. Yeah. That was another one that took it similar to what we did with our dog. But other examples that you see of what we do, uh, it's just a healthy, and I'll bet you see it in your dog too, the dog's coat. Uh, the eyes are clearer, the energy level is just a healthier all-around pet, you know, from, from good food. Right. So. I think you can see the code now, the dog just popped up and said, <laughs> You want to say hi? Here you go. There say hi, Lucy. Is. Say hi, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Scruffy. What's his, what's his name? Our son's name is Ricky. So yeah, we, we have a, we have a comedy. Ricky and Lucy. We have a comedy team. We have Ricky and Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> So is your business just based in Connecticut or is it? Yeah, we ship everywhere. So the nutritionists that we work with, 
Um, they work all over the country. How did, how, did you, how did you grow the business? How did you grow from a local market where your vet was here in New England? You guys are in New England. Your dog was New England. How did that expand? What did you get? What was the keys to expansion? So good question. I mean, when we first started our business, um, we said to ourselves, well, where do we want to be? You know, where do we want to take our food? And for us, a big part of our business is education, to have people understand why, why we're doing what we're doing. So we said, hey, let's go to the farmer's market. Well, everybody's there shopping for healthful food for their family, so let's complete the circle. And so we did. We sent out requests to every farmer's market we could find in southeastern Connecticut. And we got one reply from the Westport Farmer's Market. And we went there. And that's where we as started our, as, as a guest. That's where we started our business. And we started building a customer base through farmer's markets. We wound up in a New Canaan farmer's market. Larchmont, New York was just over the line. And so we built our business one customer at a time through education and then word of mouth through an online presence. And then Lynn dogged down this, uh, <laughs> as a pun there, but um, Cornell Veterinary School here in, in Connecticut and Stanford, um, there was a veterinarian there that we wanted to talk to him really bad. And Lynn was uh, just, just trying to get through, trying to get through, trying to get through. One day he said, look, I don't have the time for this. But here's my associate, and I'd like you to talk to her. And she's really been our mentor since day one. She has just loved what we do and just kept it on a smaller scale, you know, and not that giant commercial world that, that pet food tends to go. How did you guys get clients outside of New England? Like you said, you have somebody in Texas or- the- Mostly the veterinary nutritionists. Right, through that, through that one doctor who knew other doctors in that nutritionist field. So all these doctors out there, they're prescribing whole food diets for their, for their clients. But the reality is to do that on a daily basis, it's really a lot of work. Right. As, as you know, nobody out there provided that service of, okay, I'm the nutritionist, I'm prescribing this diet for your dog, Lucy, and I want you to make it. And you say, I'm working 80 hours a week, I don't have that time. In that paperwork that that nutritionist is handing you is if you don't have the time to do this, contact Paul's. The veterinary nutritionist that you worked with in New England had a network outside of New England and they spread the word in their network. Sure. Correct. Yes, so and that's helped with your educating them, help them educate the other veterinary nutritionists. Correct. So what a great strategy. Sounds like you had a champion early on. Yes, yeah, we did. I mean, here's your dog on your lap. You know, we're asking you and people like you to trust us with feeding that best friend that's sitting on your lap. And that's a big trust. So do you have any kind of guiding principles, something that guides the way you work together? Sure, therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, running your business, like any principles when you guys run your business that have made you successful or working together as a couple? So I think it is communication. You know, we've been married 28 years, so we know each other really well. And I think what's making it most successful now is listening to each other's needs, communication. Uh, we're both big communicators. Humor. We we had a therapist for for a lot of years, on and off. And honestly, he was he was the best thing that ever happened to us. Really, as a as a married couple, as a married couple in business, we're both big advocates of therapy. Right. It's interesting. We hear a lot about uh, couples who work together. They have life coaches. They have some sort of mediator who helps them make decisions and kind of smooth things out. 
Yeah. yeah, I think it's important. Well, you have to have that third person to bounce stuff off. Assuming you're together 24-7. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait, that's, that's, another, um, that's another little tip. You know, in the last year or so, we've tried to separate, and that makes it, it, makes it easier on us and the business. What I've been trying to do a week of remote work at a, at a time, if I can. So I'll go to New Hampshire, I'll go to Rhode Island where my family is and hole up and just work for a week. So that puts a little distance, actual physical distance between us, which is, I think, helpful. That's really interesting because, yeah, because working side by side, we, we work side by side. It's it's definitely has its, its pros and cons. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and it's not for everybody. Not for everyone, right. So what advice like would you give, like if other husband and wife teams or, or couples are thinking about, you know what, the economy is going a little bit downhill, right? People, some people are getting laid off. They're thinking about something else to do, careers. Maybe there's a husband and wife that want to say, hey, maybe we should start to work together. What kind of advice would you give them? Personally, I would say um, sit down and evaluate your relationship. You know, find out where you are. Can your relationship handle being in, being in business together? Some can, some can't. And if you can't, understand that from the beginning. For Lynn and I, there have been some hard times, but mostly it's really good. I mean, it's really successful. It's really fulfilling and enjoyable. You know, Lynn and I had the advantage of both having careers and then stepping into something that we both loved as partners. I think that made a difference for us because we both knew who we were. Whatever the business is, you got to know if you can do the work together as a couple. Right. You don't want to you don't want to ruin your marriage over business. So so it's interesting what you guys are saying is like so be comfortable and correct me if I'm wrong but be comfortable with yourself, be comfortable as a couple and have a shared vision. Understand there will be challenges, right? <laughs> And then, and then how do you deal? Like you guys gave that great example of the name, right? Or how you went back and forth and came to a decision. Or just, or just the day-to-day -day stuff, you know? Just the day-to-day -day decisions of keeping a business going. And learning which ones to let go of. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, know, that's, that's, that's huge. huge. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you guys have other friends that work together as well, right? So what do they tell you? We shared the fact that we were gonna be on this podcast and it's like, hey, we're doing this. And they're all like, hey, can we get on too? Can we find <laughs> out? Awesome. How do we get on that? <laughs> That's great. And it's they just, is it because they just want to vent? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. When I look at these couples, it's really similar to what Lynn and I do, you know? They've got their jobs. Oh. They each have their roles to fill. They come together and, and unite and do a job together and show a unified front to the Into customers. To the public. Right, which is important, like Lynn and I do. Or I think it's what you said, Tony, the vision, having a similar vision, respecting ourselves, knowing ourselves, and really, as Paul said too, deciding whether the relationship with the marriage can, can survive it. You have to have a strong relationship to begin with. Mm -hmm. Well, you yeah. guys obviously have done an amazing job. I mean, amazing company, amazing cause to start it. Near and dear to our heart, yeah. you know, as, as, as pet owners and, and pet uh, lovers. And pet lovers. So, I mean, we really appreciate you guys sharing this. I mean, there's a lot of cool things that you said that I think other people can hear and say, wow, that, that's interesting. Maybe we yeah. should look at it that way. <laughs> or maybe we should try that way. Or maybe we shouldn't fight this battle, right? So, yeah. And, that, and that's tough. It's tough. I would add one more thing, and I think you probably, you, you, you folks seem to probably get this, but 
You better weave some good humor into your relationship too in your business and your life. Life rolls along and it will roll you right over, roll you right up and spit you out. That's funny, my previous life for fun, not as a hobby. Stand I did stand, stand up, up comedy in New York City. Oh, wow. so, uh, I was the audience plant, the now she, now she never laughed at my jokes. But like, <laughs> But she was there. But she, was, she there. was there. I was there. She was there for the other. She was there for the other comics. But it was good. <laughs> but I agree with you guys. I mean, you got to be able to laugh. I mean, you got to be able to, because you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens, good and bad, right, with a relationship or with a business, and you always need to keep your sense of humor, right? So thank you guys so much. Thank this is you amazing. So much. This to is hear so your story. awesome and a great business. Really wonderful. Congratulations. To learn more about Paul and Lynn and their business, visit paulscustompetfood.com. For more episodes, visit brandingshorts.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.